0: Well, I hope that it's not because of the attachment to Austin, but I don't know about Jerome Davidson's medical history at all. Um, But yeah, I mean, the whole thing, Jay, I mean, it just, I'm so confused in my head. I mean, just all the different, just, it's confusing, especially just, I don't know, just having met Austin and just being kind of in the in the circle for a little bit and then running as fast as I could away. Uh, something just isn't, <clears throat> something just doesn't feel right about it. And neither, and, and it doesn't feel like something he would say like that. But I don't know, I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy now, so I have no idea. But um, there's gotta be a different reason. There's gotta be a reason behind that bigger than what everybody else sees from the surface. Um, definitely, but I don't know what it is.
1: You know, just, it's a little
0: I, bit, it's crazy. I
1: I recently looked at uh, Austin. Um, Luke introduced me to him, and uh, I didn't know the guy from Adam. And it was, are you familiar with the concept of chillers? Um, the um, Las Vegas will have people uh, who come out and just stand by a table. Yes, yes. Waiting.
2: Um, yes, cooler, not chillers, coolers.
1: Coolers, yeah. I, I, Looking at them, I got nothing, like zero. Like nothing was there. And that usually means that somebody is shielding or has somebody around them that's blanking them out. And uh, I thought that oh was. Oh my just-
0: God, Dave, can I interrupt you for a second? That is so crazy that you just said that
1: because it's one of the theories the
0: theory well yeah because that's a fucking theory um because i've been asked that hey when you're around austin because i think i've i mean i've hung out with him like i mean you know been whatever in the same atmosphere as him like four times i think and and jake can attest to this uh well not this part but whatever the way that i felt when i saw austin but i've been asked many times like did i ever feel any type of like spiritual presence there, evil presence there, you know, when I was there. And my answer was, was no, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I didn't feel any type of um, presence like that at, at all. But I did my observation about Austin, meeting him in person numerous times, it was almost like he, not that he wasn't there, but he was just sort of like, I don't know, just Mm, I don't know, just yeah, it was not very nice, but w- nice, but like just not quite like you see him in his videos. It it's, it's just was weird.
1: Yeah, see, um, uh, he did give me his telephone number and I, I've been meaning to give him a call. Um, it's, um, I always, I always remember people's voices, okay? And I, I noticed some things that since this um, COVID stuff, uh, the people who take the shots, um, I guess I've just started blanking them out because uh, there's been 27 people that I know that have died. Okay, and it's never because of the shot. It's you know they had cancer, they had you know diverticulitis, they have all these other problems. But um, when I blank somebody out, I forget them. I like, totally forget them. Um, it was embarrassing because my birthday party, I had some people come in that I actually didn't recognize them, <laughs> Blanked them out completely. But, uh, with Austin, I can't remember his voice. I remember everybody else's voice when I think of it, but I can't remember his voice. And like I'm saying, when I look there, I'm not getting a cold or I'm getting nothing like emptiness.
0: Yeah, it was yeah, very much my experience. I mean, in, in person, in person. But but again, I I, I took it as um, more like sad, like sort of there, but not there. Just sort of, you know, that's how, that's my empathic sort of maybe way that I was justifying him maybe being controlled in another way in my head, right? Just that that's just, he was just sad. But I'm just now, you know, realizing a lot of things that I've, done or you know, I mean a lot of things are kind of coming like aha moments to me lately and it's just confusing very much. Well I spent,
2: I spent three hours on the phone with uh, Jen Moonbeagle last night and she's been very consistent with her line of thought that he is uh, he is under uh, mind control um, which Tori has spoken recently about drugs that can do that. Um, you know, this yeah, it's a crazed, crazed.
1: All of do crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think, uh, how, uh, I'm sorry, this is from memory. House, Halcyne, Halcyne, I think Tori was talking about.
1: Halcyon, that's a parahalidol. Um, on the good side, you have aniracitan, pararacitan. Um, it's possible high dose pararacitan could do that, but that would be, he wouldn't be coding cogent you do paracetam to increase your your brain function um i've used aniracetam in the past and i have friends that i've i've given aniracetam to it's uh, otc you don't have to have a prescription or anything but um yeah those are parahalidols. halcyon is the uh is a parahalidol. that's it's possible i mean you would have but
3: to that's that's not what she's, that, that's not the same thing that she was talking about. What was it called? Squid vicious. Do you remember what it was? Because this is a different drug she was talking about. And under this that, drug. That's like, Yes. She.
1: Uh, I'm it. Uh,
3: yeah, but these people. Sculpamine, I think. But yeah, yeah I mean.
1: Scopalomy. Scopalomy. That's yeah. It. yeah, that's uh, uh datura and uh deadly nightshade um are the two flowers that comes from and yeah that that will make somebody into a highly suggestive robot. Um yeah it
2: uh it was the trumpet flower. Uh help me out guys, I'm, I'm trying
4: Devil's Breath.
1: You. Devil's
4: devil's breath,
1: breath yeah. Yeah, that uh Deadly Nightshade and Deadly Devil's Breath is the same flower
3: but let me ask you guys this who do um you know like jay and mj um i i watched you know when he went when the q thing was out and he was doing his videos on youtube and everybody turned against him and all that i i still i was listening to him and i did this he, he was very um robotic disconnected but he did have that undertone of I don't know. it's it's hard to identify um, still kind of a friendliness or uh, some a like abil- You're exactly yeah, right. like like a likability factor there, but it was so you really had to pay attention to pick up on it. It was like there was this overcurrent of some kind of a very mechanical. Has that seemed to increase because after he came was released from jail i I listened to a few of his things but then i kind of disconnected has it gotten worse in you guys' opinions or is it still that same level of whatever weirdness we're trying to identify
0: i never met him personally before he went to jail i only met him after he got out so i i can't attest to that i mean i watched all of his videos um i was never into the q thing at all but i uh, or drops or anything but i watched just because i got a lot of uh, good information from him is what i you know is why i appreciated him and i thought he was just kind of funny and in person he was very nice he was very um quiet he was very all every but it was it was we all we were always around the same people um i guess like in, in the same group of people they're all from there i'm not really from there i was just trying to help out um but I did catch like one time I was the only time I was alone with him for any matter of more than two seconds <laughs> was when um it was one weekend in Sedona. I remember we were I was standing in a kitchen somewhere and I always had my Jake um Angeli book with with me. Um or I had it with me that weekend and I had it out on the counter and I walked in the kitchen, and I caught him reading it and he was just standing there reading it. And um we just had a short conversation about it. And, but otherwise, we didn't have much of a conversation because you think this is a fucked up thing, guys. He thanked me. He thanked me over and over again for my dedication. And but when he, man, when he when he turned on me or he turned on me or whatever, it. I still don't. Under, I still don't understand what ha- what the fuck happened. The only justification I have is that, I mean, that conversation that's going on about you know the people closest to him are getting what do they call it. Um, or getting killed you know the, the that that conversation's starting to go around i'm like well fuck, man maybe somebody good pushed me out of there because they knew some stuff was about to go down right i mean it's the only explanation i have is for the way he treated me or someone made or, or someone because he he treated me well and, and we were friends and then i don't know i ran when i realized my morals didn't line up with theirs i ran as fast as i could And
2: this is a a dynamic situation where, honestly, we've been on this chat now for a couple hours. To be honest, there might be news dropping while we've been on this chat. That's how fluid and dynamic this situation is. But he stated that he had three friends that have been disappeared or killed or died within the last um, couple days then jerome davison who is a co- congressional candidate with a viral ad that went across the nation probably was doing decent in his race um for congress federal federal con- congressional seat right now he's been apparently poisoned uh what's allegedly um does anybody anybody have any information on who the other people might be that have quote unquote disappeared or been killed? And then just to answer the last question, I would say his demeanor has been erratic. And recently, it's been um, about the worst I've seen it in terms of um, he's always been robotic, but there's a he's always been calculated. And I almost think that recently his videos in the last 72 hours have been um, not calculated like he is weird that he puts out uh, a thing threatening the FBI and threatening the CIA with murder. And then the next day he issues a, um, a clarification on his on his post that's not austin steinbart austin steinbart would be very clear in his communication and would not need uh, clarifications the next
4: day
1: so
4: here's exactly
1: i posted um, something wait. excuse me for a second i posted a a, a video of bill clinton under scopolamine uh, take a look at that real quick and tell me if that's what he looks like austin It's on uh, indecent disclosure.
2: no, no, I would say um you're you're just no. you're showing a you're showing a very vacant look. He's very energetic and engaged. He's absolutely um. Uh, following a script, whether it's a script in his own head or somebody else's script. Um, I, I would say he looks more like a uh, Jen Moon Beagle, my friend. Um, my, uh, yeah, anyways, my friend, um, she's suggesting that he's on Adderall and he's having trouble with his Adderall. I haven't had an employee that was one of my best employees ever in 24 years and she was on Adderall. And what Jen Moonbeagle is saying is that he's addicted to Adderall. What I would say that she might not understand is that my employee was my best employee when she was on the Adderall for her ADHD. It was when she was off of it that her eyes got just completely sullen. Uh, Some darkness around the eyes came and she just became completely scatterbrained. I've noticed in Austin's videos that darkened look around his eyes. He seems a little frazzled, um, more um, skittish than he, us- he usually is. And so that to me, in my anecdotal evidence, would uh, imply that like he's doesn't have it, not that he's doing too much of it, if that makes sense.
0: It does. I think Squidvish has had, uh, something to say, though. But...
1: He may be this trying to, to come off from
0: it.
4: <laughs> well, here, here's my two cents. Um, I watched um, videos of him um, uh, right at the beginning when he was in jail, but I hadn't known about him until after he'd already been in jail. Mm-hmm. So was like, well, who is this character? So all his videos, he was happy-go-lucky reminded me he looks a lot like my youngest son um, which is what I don't know koenky um, dink I guess um, so I have like sort of a compassion in that regard um, but um, he he talked about love and everything is about love and so when I saw the one video okay so um, fast forward to um, the um, promotional video uh for um what's his name the candidate what's the Jerome candidate's Davidson.
0: name Jerome Jerome Davidson. so
4: so um uh, that was a pretty badass um bid so um earlier this evening I saw um an explanation for why that video was made and so supposedly um I think it was looped in with um, the notification um, that Jerome is um, in the hospital. So supposedly Jerome's grandfather, that particular incident happened to him when he was living in the South to his grandfather. So it was sort of like a recreation. Um, Maybe within the past week is when I saw that one video. I I don't know about the um, going after the FBI thing or not, but um he was on some sort of a podcast and i was shocked <laughs> because it didn't sound like him it wasn't it, did, it i don't know how to explain it but it's like it's like crazy talk like hiring um mafia from new york and getting all these people hiring you know getting all these guns together so i thought that yes. was extremely weird i thought that's within and, and long, that's it, within the last 72 hours totally yes. out of character yeah
0: seem totally so wait, out of Jay, character, so. Did you, um, Jay, did you see, you probably already know, but the text that Jen and Beagle put out, I mean, she was warning Austin that people closest to him are gonna get in trouble, and she named certain people that were forced to make videos. Did you see that? Yes.
2: Yes, she talked about pressuring, forcing the videos, yes. Uh, yeah. See, Jen's, for a couple months, though, Jen's been talking about his the people around him getting wiped out, if you will. Um, but wouldn't and, that make
0: you frantic too? I mean, in a way, like wouldn't that be something that would make you frantic in a way? I mean, like, in a sense, I mean, maybe not set someone off the ledge, but I don't know. I we don't know the other people, right? But it's just I'm just kind of thinking of just not justifications, but just bigger reasons.
4: Are you so are you saying that maybe he's talking kind of crazy because he feels like he, his life is threatened? Or he may... Are the people around him, like maybe? A, I mean... Like a proximity, yeah. A proximity thing?
2: Yeah, what, what MJ's alluding to is I have a friend named Jen Moonbeagle who's basically assigned to Austin Steinbart to document everything because they knew... Okay, now... I need you to understand. I'm not speaking in fact right now. I'm speaking in perception. I'm going into someone else's perspective, and they are definitely living within their truth. And I'm speaking to you about their perspective. So please don't say, don't see this as Jay Frat's fact that he's spitting out. But I'm explaining a perspective. So she says that um, she's been assigned to uh, document everything surrounding the capture of austin steinbart by the satanists and so she's been assigned to document this um, infiltration of his organization okay and she's been doing that now for a couple years so she lost her entire life over this she was a normal person an entrepreneur uh, lots of friends um has completely lost all of her friends to the jab and this rabbit hole that she's gone down to follow these comms she believes she's working for peter thiel elon musk donald trump this consortium and so austin steinbart within this came out as q and attracted all of these like a honeypot so think of austin steinbart as a honeypot to all these nefarious organizations that came in so She's been saying recently that um, the Satanists, and I'm gonna use her terms, the Satanists are going to execute everybody surrounding Austin Steinbart, because she believes that um, through her documentation, they have given up, um, they are are going to connect back to um, Will Somers of the Daily Beast and Rachel Maddow of MSNBC, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm telling you this story um, that that they're going to connect back, and so these people are going to go in and eliminate the connections um, to them.
1: Jay, that's who
3: like, who has like who has signed her. Is this like a thing she's received from okay. God, or is this something she's?
2: Thank you. Okay. Okay. So, so, okay. So, uh, one, Dave said schizophrenia. Uh, who was the last person that said who assigned her, Sarah?
3: Yeah, that was me. That's what I'm asking. Like, so So, I'm trying to figure out.
2: So, okay. So, so, um, she was, uh, I did a podcast with her. I don't know how the universe has done this for me with me. I'm a weapon. Um, and I did a podcast with her. You can go back and read, uh, listen to it. And I would recommend, I would recommend it. Jen Moon Beagle, I did a podcast with her. You can scroll to conservativehippie.com. You can see that. I don't mean that as advertising. I just mean that as edification. Anyways, I say in the podcast many times, as she sounds, the things she's saying sounds so bizarre, and Dave would disagree with them. Dave believes in a spheroidal ser- 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 earth. Jen Moon Beagle believes very much in a concave earth. And what I say several times is, is, Hey, let's give this woman an opportunity to speak because she sounds very settled. She sounds very um, intelligent and she's speaking. So to Dave's point sounds like schizophrenia, Dave, I'm telling you, there's no bipolar, there's no schizophrenia. Um, She is as normal as you, as normal as I, I spent three hours on the phone with her last night and she is she's an entrepreneur that lost her life she believes now to answer sarah's question she was in hawaii on vacation a g-man type person military intelligence type person uh, comes up to her at a bar says come with me outside and uh he says to her ben yosef and that triggered her uh she believes that possibly she had mk ultra um training or uh mind control and that triggered her. And since the the agent said Ben Yosef, she has been on this mission. She has dove deep into, um, studying, um, ancient texts. She learned, she spent her whole life all of a sudden just giving up everything to dive into ancient texts, learning about, um, Everything from the book of Enoch to all the things that the Satanists believe. If I were to quote Jen Moonbeagle, and she's when she's talked to me, she's told me that the Satanists know the Bible better than Christians do, and so she dove into that greatly. Before she is dismissed by any of you, I would say that she is she sounds much more clear clear than say uh, Luke Luke Weingarten that that Dave. Uh, Dave respects and Dave talks to. Uh, Luke has gone through a transformation where all of a sudden he spends two weeks with Mike Mullins. Next thing you know, he's talking and regurgitating uh, things about the Bible uh, that MJ and I never witnessed in a year and a half of of being uh, around Luke Weingarten. So uh, I'm not defending Jen. I'm just trying to explain that 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 I am a. I believe I am a witness. And uh, adept at picking out people bipolar in particular schizophrenia not so much but I think it would be hard to hide schizophrenia and she comes across as a very well spoken normal person just living her truth just like me I mean think about think about if uh, if I were to come across a uh, uh, an insurance agent in Omaha Nebraska and I were to tell them about how I was communicating with the universe and the universe was, uh, was speaking back to me. And I'm a part of this group that, that, that meets on chats on Telegram and I know a guy who uh, knew uh, Joven, uh, the, 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 I'm sorry, I'm not thinking of the right term, president of, of uh, Haiti that was assassinated. And somehow the guy also knew the assassination team um, that took him out. Uh, do you see what I'm saying? Like from a perspective, we're, we're all crazy.
3: Oh yeah, no, I totally, well, and for example, I highly respect Dave. um, But I don't believe we're on a blue marble spinning through space either. So no, I, I'm open to listening to it. I'm just, I have no, I've heard of you reference her um, before. I just have no idea what the backstory is. Um, And I also am not, you know, well-versed in the whole austin steinbart world so that's why i was just trying to ask some clarifying questions i don't dismiss anybody until like i listen to them and consider their you know what they're saying and their perspective so yeah, yeah and and i don't
2: mean to like talk my book but a uh, part two of my interview with dave 42 is a must listen and my interview with Baby Fist is a must listen. And my interview with Jen Moonbeagle is a must listen. Like
3: Who was the other one you said? Baby Fist?
2: Baby Fist. Yes, if you okay. want to understand okay. psychological operations and Michael Aquino. And uh, I did that interview with Baby Fist before that fourth, fourth PSYOP Army Airborne group uh, video came out. Um, he has been involved in that world uh, his entire adult life. Uh, if you are familiar with Q and you're familiar with B um Sergeant B, right um I did that interview with baby Fist before any of that came out.
3: So again, okay, gotcha. the uni-
2: the universe is sending me in very sending me very interesting people that do not interview like they you don't hear about them in public and yet, somehow I've had an opportunity to uh, allow them to speak in public for some strange reason that, you know, again, the universe is just blessing.
4: You know, what's so intriguing is between your cosmic uh, connections there and Dave's um, worldly knowledge, I'll say, I called it, uh, what did I call it earlier? Um, Eclectic. (laughs) Eclectic. An eclectic, an eclectic history. Um, I'm going to listen to your, um, to that uh, Jen uh, Moon um, podcast. Um, I personally have personal experience with schizophrenia. Um, my mom was schizophrenic. Um, she developed that when she was older, um, which is typical. And um, I was helping um, this uh, this guy that, uh, my kids were were in um, like, uh, like a mommy and me type preschool thing. And that's where I met him and he had his little boy and he was taking him. So, you know, he was like a single dad just befriended him. And then, um, down the road, um, I could tell that he was um, totally schizophrenic, which when somebody who's schizophrenic and then they, start talking about violence and stuff like that. Like, I don't mess around because it's, it's real in their head. You, you know that it's non-existent, whatever their imaginary, um, um, whatever's threatening them, their, their scenario. But it's real to them. So anyway, I'm going to listen to that because um, I might be able to pick up on if, if, if that was even remotely the case um i do want to comment yes. um with a couple comments one you're a vessel you're not a um, whatever it was you refer to yourself as a weapon you're not a weapon you're a vessel and then two um what was the second thing um oh just to clarify uh, steinbart never claimed to be q he said he was q plus he was like a q plus character um and um there was one other thing that escaped me i'm getting all hyped up on caffeine because this conversation um is so fascinating that might come to me but that's kind of it for now i i
2: I would i would encourage you to listen to that interview um and i uh, appreciate the vessel and it's possible that a vessel could morph into a weapon and maybe i'm speaking in the quantum realm about what's to come versus uh, what is now um so i appreciate that very much and i hope that i can become a weapon in whatever is coming if it's necessary
0: well <clears throat> her message is kind of just make make me nervous that's all cuz you know there are some you- good people that surround him, I believe, and, you know, hopefully nobody's, you know, I don't know. Just, I don't know, if you don't have hope, what do you have, right? We all just, I think Squid said something earlier, you know, um, you know, about hope. If you don't have that, what do you have, right? So just keep, keep the faith that those that are good are, you know, loyally good and go with your gut.
2: Yeah and it is yeah, weird it is. Uh, Austin's Austin's story is very bizarre because we uh, I've said MJ you know we we've, we've talked for so long about this particular topic and it this is, is how so bizarre we so,
0: close, this exact thing yes, this is how we, yes. Jay witnessed um, my departure from SMG and how it went down and it was um, it was it wasn't right and it was really off and so that sort of brought us together trying to figure out what the hell happened and then it just got really deep after that
2: and and it's bizarre how many people challenge austin steinbart and almost want to tear him down and yet at the same time respect and love him it is the most bizarre thing i've witnessed not the not the most bizarre i'm sorry it's one of the more bizarre things I've witnessed in my entire life. Even Jen Moonbeagle, who is trying to tear him down and his organization down, she 100% believes that he will become the commander of Space Force in the future. And it's hard to wrap your head around. I know we're taught, well, I've just taken the group down very esoteric thought and i appreciate everyone's open-minded understanding Shit, gee, that, um, was,
0: that was on my sign a year and a half ago please <laughs> I, please i thought i thought i don't know i didn't even know if anybody was serious about it i was in such like a weird world i was like all right well whatever i mean i didn't even know what q was you know but um to actually believe that i mean i'm not saying i believe that at all but i'm saying back then i didn't even know what Predictive analytics was put it that way, right? So, like, to me, this is all anything is possible, like, anything is fucking possible at this point. So, I'm just like someone said, like, sponging, absorbing, like, looking, watching, listening, discerning, you know, trying to find my place. Um, I really Absolute, don't know much about anyone else. I mean, you know, good or bad, I know I'm good, but um, I just have such hope and humanity that that's what sort of keeps me. Um, keeps me going. If I didn't have hope, then I guess, you know, we'd all either be just giving up or we would be just partying our asses off at this point, right? (laughs) And not working our asses off. But we are. So that's important. Just keep doing that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We're doing it for other people. I know my business is, uh, I've never in, in about two decades, I haven't had to worry about bills. And in the last couple of months since I dedicated myself towards uh, following this universal path. Um, now I'm checking, checking, I'm monitoring, checking accounts to make sure things don't bounce and, you know, uh, putting freezes on purchases and it, you know, things are tough, but we're doing this. I'm doing this because I believe, I believe right now um, we need to, serve we need to serve in some way and and if and if this esoteric thought is too much for some people um i'm a part of uh, spirit of admitos channel where uh, a lot of this is is flushed out um, and on full display um i will say you know if you think uh, dave mentioned schizophrenia with uh, jen um i wasn't approached by anyone in person but I had a three-hour conversation with a guy, and I meditated and decided to take a leap of faith, and that leap of faith was answered. Um, And ever since then, uh, my life has been on uh, a whirlwind of, of events that all kind of have come one after the other and it's been a bit magical, and it's given me a lot of confidence in things that I've believed in my entire life, but I've kind of kept quiet and kept to myself, and I created my own island to survive on in society. And since I've gone through this, which as MJ was just talking about, the genesis you'd have to say, you know, is is coming around this Steinbart universe, um, I've become much more confident, both online and in my physical world. And then in my volunteering in my physical world, all of a sudden within two months, um, I met the chair of my district of the Republican party and now I am the chair of the district of my Republican party. It's, it's like the universe and the way that it's acting, the, how proactive the universe is being within myself as I follow the flow. It's fairly incredible as all obstacles are pushed aside and challenges are lessons learned and they they, they lead to bigger waves. Um, I'm sorry if I'm speaking too esoteric. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm just trying, I'm just to, trying explain. to
0: explain. You're good, I'll break it up. Um, <laughs> do you know or have an opinion on or does Jen Moonbeagle ever talk about where she thinks jake angeli stands in this circle of you know good guys and nefarious guys and satan is quote unquote um, because i hope i'm not been on a raft here by myself sporting him. i just again talking about i mean i've if you've watched any of his videos i haven't met anyone who's listened to them and said he's full of um but i don't think everybody listens to all of them so no I, no but i will talk with I'll, my gut on try, that I'll one try.
2: I'll tie it I'll back tie it to, back this, to particular this particular conversation. conversation. I'll, bring I'll bring Dave in. Um, Jen has not spoken about Jake Angeli at all. Um, at least I not that I can remember that I've spoken to her about. However, one of the things that I found interesting with Jake Angeli is his discussion of ley lines and the way that he talks about ley lines and communicating. And at one point when I was um, very early on in my um, my What do we want to call this? Uh, My my um, coming out, if you will, being a little more comfortable with psychic um, talk, I went to my state capital where it was supposedly on a ley line and I tried to generate um, electromagnetic energy from my field and uh, transfer it into the ley line field. Now, this could all be complete bullshit. I don't know, Dave what what do you know about these ley lines and how they operate with our electromagnetic sphere
1: well um, there is um, something called a telluric uh, C K maybe i don't know telluric currents uh, these are think- excuse me I
4: you know.
1: um Where those currents, those currents are induced from the bell-shaped form of the uh, the magnetosphere, and the interaction with the uh, layers of the mantle. There's different metallic layers in the mantle, and it forms surface currents. Um, usually about 18 inches, uh, some goes deep as six uh, foot down um, around the world. Uh, The most active points uh, form uh, something called a Merkaba, which is like a three-sided pyramid on top of a three-sided pyramid. If you imagine the two intersected. Um, So at 19 degrees and at 33 degrees, there's intersect points. And those are all over the world. And there is actually current flowing there. Um, when lightning discharges, it discharges down through those paths. Uh, ancient times uh, paths, uh, you know, goats and, and animals would walk along these lines and people would follow, you know, that's their, with their herding paths and you know, paths and all that. So a lot of our roads are on those paths. That's why You'll find state capitals, points of interest uh, in these intersect points. (coughs) Excuse me. As far as anything, uh, I don't know of anything supernatural, personally, about it. But um, they are detectable. Uh, We do detect them subconsciously. Um, If if you're familiar with dowsing, I've actually seen what uh, they call water witches, which are people who dows for... Uh, water wells and that's a real thing they uh, subconsciously they can sense water flowing under them or in the case of telluric currents they can sense which direction and you know, the uh, depth of the the current flow uh, it's kind of interesting uh, birds tend to flock in those areas there's you know there's a bunch of different weird things with it uh, i do think that in ancient times um uh, they were used as uh, places to uh, extract electrical energy. Um, one of the biggest points is right where the Cheops Pyramid is built. And there's a 33-degree line that intersects and all the major sites around the world are on that old equator. But, um, yeah, they're, they're a real thing. I, I don't know what the mystical significance is, is on the
2: I would, uh, in your research and your understanding and your common sense, possibly knowing, not necessarily research, um, I went to the Capitol uh, in a way to try to amplify my communication, my subconscious communication. When I did that, I was trying to communicate. I was using the ley line from what I understood I was using the ley line as an amplification to try to reach my fellow hicks in Washington state, my fellow brethren, my fellow countrymen. Um, I was trying to reach them subconsciously to awaken them. That's at least that was what was in my mind. That was in my thought. I was, I don't want to call it a ritual. I was trying to communicate and amplify my communication. Does that purport to these, to currents that you could put a communication
1: thread on them Uh, it's possible you could modulate them yeah um just the uh, some of the things that um buddhist prayers and uh, chants and there's a bunch of different things like um i'm trying to remember the name of the group that uh always face off against the antifa they were they would like predicate the proud boys, or the proud boys gave them uh, yeah. pa- patriot prayer. Patriot, yeah, prayer. patriot prayer, they actually did some pretty incredible things. Um, so is that the intent that's radiating out from them, uh, goodness radiating out from them, whatever it is that is a real thing? Yeah,
2: and that's interesting because uh, patriot prayer went against um Antifa in my local community olympia it was the genesis of brett oh boy i don't want to get the the brother wrong one of the Weinstein's was the professor at evergreen college in olympia washington my my town um, and patriot prayer came up from portland um, and there was a bit of a face-off um, and it it really amplified brett or eric i think it's brett weinstein's um profile he went from just being a professor at evergreen state university to now being this national thought leader in this um in the zeitgeist of our um freedom versus communism um battle if you will good um
1: talking with jeff um know from uh, Salty Cracker there Um, he actually was reaching out because they're feeling like they're being pumped that's uh, that's what I got from those people so is that they were uh, they were looking for some kind of a team up uh, and then we'll sort stuff out later but uh, you know kind of an interesting thought that you know the americans versus communists may have been a setup from the very beginning
2: interesting you've mentioned salty cracker a couple times jeff um i'm not familiar can you explain a little bit more so that we under so that the people in the audience who may not be familiar with salty cracker are you are you saying that you know somebody in antifa and like they're just they're an, just anarchist, an anarchist, anarchist and 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 uh, they have wealth Like they have, they have, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They have righteous um, intent?
1: Um, Yeah, he seemed to. He, he, when all of the masking and everything was going on out there, they kind of got the feeling that they were being punked. Um, uh, Jeff um, was a guitarist. uh, You might know Um, his uh, association with Antifa is... Uh, he is close friends with uh, basically the leadership in the group uh, uh, he has a uh, uh, i don't know if it's d live it's some social media platform uh called salty cracker is what he runs and uh yeah, a couple hundred thousand people uh, follow it he, uh, mainly they do a lot of videos of different antifa events and stuff like that so um, it, it was an unusual uh, circumstance that there's an individual, uh, he's the only other person I know that speaks Arabic, and uh, I, hadn't I hadn't talked to him talked for to almost him 10 years, and uh, he called me out of the blue, and Jeff was on the phone with him, and he was looking to have some kind of a meetup. Uh, they, he thought for some reason i was proud boy so much you know i don't have anything to do with those guys but uh we did put them in contact with people people um, but they were looking at the fact that uh, what they were trying to fight was actually creating war situation for themselves
0: but i don't know if this is trying to understand along the lines that you're talking about but jay you can help me out here if you don't mind um i would have considered myself pretty close to jake's sister quote unquote um, ashley and she not only told me but said in her quote on her twitter i believe it was before it got purged um she said that jake
1: mj can was, i get you to turn up your mic a little bit i can barely hear
0: yeah let me go i'm gonna go off and come back on it acting sort of weird so just give me a couple minutes okay guys and then i'll explain this story but i wanted to see what his sister Uh, told me. So just give me a couple. I'll come back.
2: Ooh, Sarah, are you excited about doing some experimenting with me? I mean, you know, we can pretend we're like in middle school doing some experimenting together, right?
3: I can't wait.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's probably like three 30 where you are. I didn't mean to put you on the spot.
3: Oh no, no, you're fine. No, I'm very excited about it. I'm ready to dive into
2: this. And Dave, Dave's ready for his six hours of sleep. It's uh it's uh, four thirty almost where he's at. So he's yeah. he's gotta go he's gotta to sleep from like five to ten, probably.
1: Yeah, it's usually what I've been doing lately. My uh my blood pressure a little while ago was two twenty over ninety-seven. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's so why I'm a little quiet right now. So is that clock. on, uh, is it this chat
2: that's, um, that's doing that
1: or just, just general? No, it's, it's my crazy biology. It's, I, I, what I did was I, I missed like my nine o'clock. Uh, I take, uh, every four hours I have to take, uh, uh a bunch of crap to lower my blood pressure and, and dilate my arteries and all that. So, but yeah, it was, uh, uh, i think that's the highest they have ever had a 208 was the last time it was up this high hey Dave, i I'm am sorry. so
2: blessed
3: uh, uh, i'm sorry jay go ahead
2: no no you please
3: uh, dave i'm sorry i have a i I'm, I'm have a really hard time hearing um you when you were talking about salty cracker you said that antifa thought they were being set up for or, or, or nudged—is that what you were saying?
1: I was oh. saying, punk. yeah, treated as a uh, a pawn in a in a game.
3: Oh, yeah. okay, okay.
1: Yeah, that is uh, actually how they were being used and are being used.
3: Oh, for sure, but it's just it's it's good to hear that they were actually starting to realize that.
1: Yeah, I the whole pitch, whole picture painted for him is like really it's pretty bizarre Um, you know these are thinking people and uh, I'm people who know me I'm I'm an American isolationist anarchist I'm not an Antifa person I'm not a Republican or a, a Democrat I don't need government I own my own body my own skills my own products of my work and I choose who I want to share with that's an that's an anarchist, not a person who goes and throws bombs at people or does anything like that. Yeah, so just the everything that uh, politically the way we've been segregated into these two teams, right? The the political spectrum is a million different things. and You know, people, uh, they get pushed into the two teams because that's easy dichotomy to control. Yeah,
2: I don't mean to talk my own book again, but I did an interview with uh, with a guy down in Florida. His name is Tom Luongo, and he's a fairly established, famous libertarian. And I'm a libertarian um, by nature. And I did a podcast where I talked to him about anarcho capitalism and I was shocked. And um, it was a very interesting podcast. Uh, to learn about what he, how he viewed anarcho-capitalism, because I thought it was going to be about all about economics, but it's all about um, personal sovereignty and how you treat others, and uh, and that goes to that word, um, anarchist, and the 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 notion of personal sovereignty. What we don't realize is how close we all are within our ideals, whether we consider ourselves a liberal and we uh, hold civil liberties um, as this foundational concept, which was what liberals would think of say 25 years ago and a libertarian that would then be hand in hand. In other words, um, have that foundational um commonality with a liberal in the fact that civil liberty civil civil liberties trumps all together. Um, An anarchist in many ways would also have that as their foundation um, of civil liberties and sovereignty. And then once that foundation is established, which is really the way reality works, we're just we're not in reality. We're, we're being separated by the AI and by all these control structures, then we could argue about how we implement government. And that's the way it's supposed to work, um, where say a liberal might think that the government needs to intervene to help in some ways, whereas a libertarian might say, no, we need government to be restricted and only in these ways. And then an anarchist might say, no, We all understand our common, um, our our common natural law, fuck government completely. Let's build our own um, community structures. These aren't, uh, we're we're made to believe these are these radical um, uh, uh, concepts that cancel each other out when actually they do have fundamental foundational commonalities uh, among them now uh real quick before mj comes back on and i hand the mic over to her i do want to speak because dave's very big about um things that are close to him and he can speak directly about i can speak directly about antifa because i am in olympia washington i am on the i-5 corridor between seattle and portland and i have spent most of my adult life um, surrounding Portland and uh, up through Olympia, through Southwest Washington I-5 corridor. And I do not recognize the Antifa that Dave speaks of. I only recognize an Antifa that is a black block, um, very antagonistic. Um, They are very aggressive towards uh, citizens They are 100% promoting the woke culture, the identity politics um, that we dislike. Now, I would recognize if if Dave, uh, he might be talking about a philosophical intellectual leader versus what I see has been co-opted and um, taken over, possibly by intelligence organizations like uh, Uh, let's all think about the, um, Sullivan twins, right? So the Sullivan twins, one was Jaden X, and I'm sorry, I don't know if they're twins. One was Jaden X, who was on the Capitol at, uh, uh, July 6th and Tifa. Uh, he was very much an activist, very much a promoter. Well, he had a brother. His brother was within, um, proud boys, conservative movement in Utah. Right. They were both doing the same thing on different sides of the quote unquote aisle. And by the way, their father was a retired army colonel or general, one of those. And you start to see when you start to peel back the layers and you start to see these people and what they're doing. You can you can almost diagram the psychological operations that are being unfurled in front of us. So, I do believe that I can respect Dave in the way he's talking about Antifa as a potential philosophical, intellectual concept. But I will tell you on the streets here, um, that is not, I don't see any intellectualism or philosophy from what I see from the organization on the streets. All right. Sorry, there, there you go. There's my, there's my two bits. Um, I think MJ is back. If you want to pick up the mic,
0: can you hear me? Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so kind of going on what you were saying about the Antifa thing. So Jake's sister Ashley had Twitter, and she actually before the purge wrote something like, you know, her my brother wasn't antifa he was just an act he well jake claims to be a super soldier um and a shaman and all that and that he had um didn't sign one of those what are they called like in the when you when you have somebody sign something it's just on the top of my head
2: are you talking about an nda so and and and, and let me let me me back let me back you up as a buddy uh he came out at the same exact time as austin steinbart um jake came out as a navy super soldier and austin steinbart came out as dia contractor but it was literally at the same exact time
0: right and according to jake's sister jake did not like austin or believe Austin at all, but supported him when he went to jail because of the cause, which, you know, we all know we all should have been probably doing more of also but anyways, so his sister said that Jake was um, posing as an actor right to to pose as Antifa to get a job as Antifa and but he really wasn't Antifa and that he had a GoPro in his helmet the whole time and he was working for the good guys. And so I don't know if that, you know, your guy that you're talking about, Dave, that, you know, the philosophical reason behind it. I don't know if that's sort of the same thing or if that's just sort of upon a psyop up, upon a psyop, up, up, you know, um, even her, saying yeah, that, is that a up? I mean, you know, her just saying that, is that even real? So.
1: No, it's possible. But the, the, the people that reached out were freaking nefarious people. Uh, uh, the individual James uh, was arrested for choking his wife. Uh, one of the people they introduced me to was up on, uh, papers for trying to steal somebody's house. Um, I, I just totally isolated from him said, yeah, don't call me, lose my number. Um, uh, odd group of people, but, um, yeah, the guy, uh, it was weird because, uh, the guy, Jeff, that I spoke to is Salty Cracker. Uh, I put his link to, uh, his, his whole... He's got a thing like Steinbart, but it's a real leftist. And then uh, uh, I also spoke to uh, Jeff Beck, the uh, the guitar player. I don't know what band he used to play with, but uh, uh, he was uh, hanging out around there. And there were uh, people from Europe, um, I, I believe either Holland or Sweden, that were like the organizers for uh, Antifa and. Uh, just an odd, really odd, nasty group of people to begin with. So yeah, I can I can see them being black block and everything else.
0: Got it. Well, that's all I have about that. <laughs> the JP Well, that was oh,
1: a that mic was drop a moment, huh? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've gone around this in my head a million times, you know, it's just, I was just wondering if Jen Ming Beagle had anything to say about it, since she seems to be enlightened on a few things. I was just curious, that's all. I mean, there's so many, like Dave was saying, there's just so much fuckery happening, it's hard to keep track of, but, you know, any, just, I you know, if I any advice for me is, it's, it's okay right now to stay in your own little bubble, bubble if you need to. You know, a lot of my friends that i don't see often but talk to a lot are always complaining about all these liberals all these liberals all these and li- they're always bitching and you know i'm thinking i'm like really you know i and it's just because i don't surround myself with them i don't you know i've you know I've about luxury right now i'm home with my daughter because i homeschool or it's summer um you know i own a business so i can kind of come and go as i please and go where i want to go i mean i hang out with my groups that i do patriotic shit with my family so it's like and all those people make me happy. So my advice is don't hang out with assholes that you're never going to, you know, um, beat it through their heads, you know, and just be there for your, your people right now. Um, and when those other people need you, they'll come.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, um, you know, our, our our social network uh, is so bizarre. Um, my wife has uh, a lot in the uh, public art and she does, uh, events. She's friends with, uh, the burning man people and, uh, the, uh, love burn people down in, uh, in the Tomorrowland and all these uh, kinetic artists and everything. So the crossover is all over the place. It's every, everybody from everywhere on that end of the social group. Um, it's just. Plus we live like, you know, right down the street from one of the wealthiest areas in the world. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a weird situation. And you know, so I run into people like, uh, like the Antifa people that are not the foot soldiers, but they're the ones organizing shit. I run into people from the Republican party, right? And, um, uh, like, uh, I think I talked to you about Carolyn Wren and, Uh, What's his name? Uh, Sean Rashawn used to be the uh, Republican Party chairman, uh, the national chairman. Uh, You know, those are like people around the neighborhood. Um, I don't know if you remember the uh, fight promoter. uh, What was his name? Uh, Larry Green. The guy who had his hair spiked up. Black guy uh, wanted hair.
2: I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry it's not coming to me it's not Larry Green um gosh why Mike Tyson think Mike Tyson the guy that yeah, swindled Mike him. Tyson's
1: promoter yeah
2: um gosh darn it I don't know why it's not coming to me I believe he's yeah, dead he now, like, isn't right he? down the
1: street what's that oh he's still alive he's dead. no no he's dead but he lived like right down the street now what the hell was his name that we had Truman Capote live right here too um Rush Limbaugh lived up on the next island up. Sorry,
2: Sorry it's so bothering me. Uh I I, do, I mean this is a very famous character Don of King. our lives. Don, Don King. King,
1: thank King. you. Don yeah. King. And he was a sweetheart. I mean, you go uh over to Joseph's what? for uh, Italian dinner and he'd he'd sit and have dinner with you.
2: Well, when all you're trying to do is make money, baby, you're gonna be sweet to everybody.
1: No, no, he wasn't like that, it, it was genuine. And really? Because yeah. all,
2: all, all I know from him is
1: uh, crooked,
2: crooked, uh, oh, selfish. hell yeah.
1: And he wasn't bashful about it, that's that's the whole thing. It wasn't <laughs> like, yeah, it was you know, it's like carnival acting. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, uh what's the other guy's name? He's a pro wrestler. Used to have a shop right next to my lab. Uh, <sighs> not Roddy, Roddy. Now it was a Mast Avenger or something like that. I will call himself now.
2: Oh, oh the, the uh, ultimate uh, warrior,
1: Undertaker. That's what it was. The Undertaker, okay. Yeah, like 350 pound guy. Yeah, huge, bigger than you. Oh, yeah, way bigger than me. And uh, yeah, his his shop was right behind mine. Yeah, he's still okay. He's still
2: Okay, I'm going to take over the mic for a second here. It is my time 140. Uh, I've been, I've been staying up way too late, guys. And I've got a lot of ass kicking to do it during the next day. And it's been hurting my efforts, my patriotic shit efforts. So I want to give the opportunity for people that have not spoke up. I know Nimi's in here lurking. I know Red Pilsner's in here lurking. If anybody's got uh, something they want to say, my favorite girl, Sarah, if you want to speak up, David 2.0. If anybody's got something they want to say, something they want to ask of anyone in the group, a topic they want to bring up, please, please grab the microphone, speak up. Um, but we're we're starting the countdown to end this uh end this discussion
4: i have a question if um nobody else does so i'm going to wait
2: are you sure no no, no that's no, very that's polite, polite of quid vicious she's uh she's she's gotten some time nimi pilsner, pilsner lavender, lavender hill, hill PN. PN. pn you guys got anything to say? to say speak up, speak up. Or else uh, Quid Vicious can talk in uh, 10 seconds.
4: All right, so um, here's, my, here's question. my question. Usually, from what I've read, anybody who's been MK Ultra does not remember Shinoa. So I think it's weird not weird but it's, but it's strange, strange or odd that, that um jen, jen would remember this uh person saying a certain name and remember that because usually people don't remember that i think that's odd
2: oh i think that uh, what she was saying was something was put inside her uh i use the term mk ultra um, what I, so the MK Ultra happened previously, and then the trigger word was Ben Yosef. Someone took her outside of the bar she was in and said Ben Yosef, and then that triggered the unfurling of the information. Um, Dave, do you have any uh, understanding of uh, what, what Jen might have been talking about? Do you know about any of this programming that could be triggered by a word
1: phrase? um yeah that's 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 just post-hypnotic suggestion but uh, what they do uh, they will take memories from you and uh, the way that you can tell um, just showing somebody a picture of the device will literally scare the crap out of you like the the most intense fear you've ever had um it's called a, a lem key uh, i'm sorry lem lem key cell lem cell uh gamma knife icon and it's a radio uh like a mri device on on steroids and they use it to burn and to modify your brain structure and it will scare the fuck out of you if you've ever been in it and that seems to be an underlying thing now um, having any clue what they took no, you won't have any clue what they took, and uh, you do have after effects, and their whole life. I mean, at least forty years, you know, forty three years. Yeah. So, yeah, they last for forever, and you know, whatever that is, uh, it does change the way that your brain works. But uh, a lot of people, I think, what they do is they tell you that you've been upgraded. And I've heard that expression from a lot of younger people. Um, I know that they plant things very easily, uh, post-hypnotic suggestion. Um, One of the things in training is they teach you how to hypnotize yourself. And uh, there's a distinct feeling about it. So, um, would somebody remember it? I really seriously doubt they would remember getting that piece fried. other than the fear.
4: And Jade, just to clarify something, um, were you saying that the proximity people are being eliminated because they will tie back to certain individuals? Is that what you were saying?
0: I'm not sure. I would love for that to be clarified myself because I was at an event that Will Sumner was at and the deep rig premiere. But at the time I just thought it was something I was helping out. Yeah, you know, I mean I was just sending out flyers, you know, to promote it because I thought it was good that they were trying to get the election fraud s- sorted out, right? At the time. Um, but I don't know, like that's a good I mean that, that's a great question. I I that's why I'm so kind of like who's the circle. Who are they talking about? Because I didn't even know who that guy was when I was there, you know. So it's like i don't know i mean i can kind of see why you know i just you know that's a pretty broad statement well, jay, to me. because there's been a lot of good volunteers coming out of that organization a lot of good people right and a lot of good people that don't deserve to be wrapped up some nefarious bullshit i'll tell you that much
4: well jay was mentioning uh mad cow and somebody
0: else yeah i don't know about that connection The the will somner thing um I, I don't I mean, I've heard of them both, but I don't know anything about the connection or anything like that. Jake, can you clarify?
2: Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So ju- ju- just let's, so let's oh, let somebody, somebody mute their, mute their mic. mic. I'm, I'm getting the, get feedback. the feedback. So let's understand, first of all, that we're all adults and we're all intelligent beings. I am speaking in third person. here. I am not Jen Beagle. I'm relaying what I understand is her story and please feel free to listen to that podcast I did with her so you can hear her yourself to create your own understanding of schizophrenia or what I've seen as
0: right but I'm just let me clarify I'm just talking about well right now I'm talking about the I'll get to that the post yeah okay
2: absolutely absolutely so I just want to be clear that I'm speaking in third this is third person understanding she's saying that the nefarious people that captured Austin Steinbart in his Steinbart media group, they're nefarious people that can connect back to Will Sommers and Rachel Maddow. She's saying in this in this line of thought that they are going to start eliminating those people so that they can't tie back to Rachel Maddow and Will Summers. So Rachel if you're Maddow,
1: not- Hold on just for a second, Jay. Yeah. This is where, uh, okay, Rachel Maddow is uh, $15 million. If you want her to say my ass squeaks like a duck, that's $15,000. Yes. These are characters on TV. Now, e- 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 buying in those placements—that's why I say this sounds like this really does sounds like it sounds like schizophrenia. It sounds like I, paranoid schizophrenia. I, I and okay, so here I here's the way that, I, that did, I, I
0: might agree if I didn't know the backstory. There's a it's been there's been a lot of things that have. That would make you think otherwise, if you knew probably all the details, David, I'm just, I I understand what you're saying, because I still have that in my head, but carry on, Jay.
2: And it's very bizarre, and I would 100% agree with Dave, however, there are some people in media that are CIA um, assets, and the way that Rachel Maddow has made it through completely lying and creating false fronts, false narratives, um, perpetuating anonymous source stories that have been proven false, and she still has a job is fairly interesting for just a simple actor. Like a simple actor, you just fire that actor and bring in another actor, 100%. But Dave, Dave I, I agree with you because I have to, I have to take into account all scenarios. What I'm saying is, from my experience with Jen, I don't see schizophrenia i see someone who's going through universal calms, as i call it that is living her own truth and doing the best she can i don't i think in that scenario you can have bad information sometimes and not understand uh where it's coming from for example a guy that uh, originally helped me um come to the edge of the cliff and 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 it was my choice to jump off the cliff but he's the one who showed me where the cliff face was Uh, i don't get along with that person i i think that person might be nefarious i i question his entire thing but yet i can't take away that genesis of of he was the one that came and and showed me this cliff that i could jump off under my own free will um uh doesn't make sense with um, uh, the poisoning of the candidate, right? Well, that's not somebody who's, who's going to lead back to these people. So that doesn't make sense in that particular storyline. But Austin has said that he has lost three friends recently, um, that we don't know who they are. And again, this is a developing story. I'm just giving you information from somebody who has been literally within the story before MJ before myself she's been there <clears throat> excuse me from jump Street and she's been paying attention um, and and she feels that she's been assigned to pay attention
0: and his inner circle also seems her to be crazy too but wouldn't you if someone was calling you a Satanist and you were a Satanist I'm just saying but but she's also probably wrong about some people is that you know i don't know or all of them but maybe not everyone
1: okay giving her a better, better doubt, um it's very possible that they they fed her a bunch of stuff like that so that she would sound absurd you know that's that's another technique and yeah that that is possible that okay so you know uh, a lot of times when they uh, abuse people um, they'll convince those people that the person abusing them was the Pope or you know the the president or and then when those people are let go out on the street all they can report is that the Pope abused them and it's not real but that's the only thing they know they were abused you know so it could be something uh, sort of like that you know where where this was something that was planted in her memory. and so I say inserting memory is not a big deal. Um, fear is uh, looking for unusual uh, triggers for fear. I mean, a, a photograph of something in a hospital should not cause you to have fear. But yet every person that I've showed this thing to that has actually been around it uh, is deathly afraid of it. And I put I posted it up there, so if you guys want to look at it,
2: okay. I will I will save that and I
1: will I will show that
2: to her. Um, the way that I see her, um, and I and I will be honest uh, as a journalist. If we're going to call me a journalist, um, I would I would say I am close to her in some ways because she was. Uh, I viewed her as a warrior in a spiritual realm when i went on my first assignment to phoenix the assignment that i gave myself and it was very early on after um i embraced these universal comms <laughs> and um i had an angel and a, and a warrior that were basically um assisting me mj knows the angel her name is carissa and i saw jen moon beagle as the warrior now i understand what i just said would sound dave would sound schizophrenic to somebody that didn't necessarily know me right and i am but i know that i'm a 24-year business owner and uh one of my sons was uh was a homecoming king and and i have a great family great life very stable and i'm not schizophrenic so what i'm saying is these universal comms brushing up against the fabric of reality is destabilizing and very perplexing to other people so that's my only way to try to understand that i do see I like austin who i view as one of the original people that um perhaps was influenced by the artificial intelligence, or um, brushed up against these universal comms, but didn't have. He was one of the first, so he embraced the ego. Whereas I, when I came about it, I, as an older man, I understood I had to be guarded from the ego. Um, he was a honeypot, so people came in, whether it's witches. You know, doing things that, uh, I mean, I just don't even understand some of the theories that are out there about the rituals and the witches that surrounded him or uh, the CIA agents or the Mossad that surrounded him and the things that they could have done, like Tori pointed out with, I think it was halcyon. I'm sorry if I said that wrong again, um, to where he could be controlled. Halcyon. Halcyon. And, you know, I'm just saying, we all must keep an open mind, just like we have for Dave. I mean, look at this guy, this this fucking CIA agent, this Mossad agent, this uh, this Opus Day agent that's come in to to captivate all of our attention and guide us in this direction, right? You can have a paranoid viewpoint of every thread that we come across. And it's all up to us to use our own discernment and our own intelligence and logic to um, to take it in and, and, and wait for them to pull their pants down. Um, and what I'm, uh, th- through inconsistency. And, uh, Jen has proven to me to be very consistent in what she's doing and what she's saying and how she's behaving, Um uh, more so than, than than some people that are respected within this group from from my standpoint, my perspective and opinion. Um, and Dave, I only used you as an example, just to point out perspective, anyone is suspect, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's uh, like I said, Billy's just this guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love it. And how, how, how quantum, quantum was, that was that that we actually, actually came, came to that? that point and you're, and you're like you're yeah, like, check, yeah out check out my, my check my out
0: my bio <laughs> i think yeah, that's, a, like that's a, a line from uh consistency and consistency and intention i think are two of the most important things i mean myself that's what i look for in people um at the end of the day what are what are their intentions and you know longevity you know knowing people for a long time um like jay said consistency right i mean jen's been consistent jay's been consistent right and it's right now that's kind of like in rare form so you got to kind of follow that
2: wow val
0: he's just this guy you know
2: that's from hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy
1: dave yeah it's um uh they're describing zaphoid Brocks that's
2: the yeah. line. Okay. That's actually, you know,
1: it's, it's I had a question RG. for MJ. Yeah. Go. Go. Um, okay, so, so when uh, Jake first got arrested, I was on D live. And I was having a conversation with somebody. And it turned out to be Jake's sister. And I asked her a question: um, if he had ever worked for uh, any law enforcement agencies. And um, it, it wasn't meant to be like mean or anything, but uh, it created like this weird shit storm, uh, just like a really weird shit storm. And she never said that he didn't. And, uh, later somebody else actually showed me something that, um, he was doing something. He, he did receive a paycheck, but, uh, not that it had anything to do with, uh, January 6th or anything, but it was just a bizarre, um, you know, my thought was just, well, maybe, you know, he was supposed to, uh, work for. You know, one of the agencies as a leader or something, you know, to uh, lead people to do the right thing, right? But uh, it was just a bizarre thing. And it left me with a really big question about Jake. I never got a chance to talk to him. Uh, his sister uh, wouldn't continue any conversation or anything like that. And I was just wondering if you, you know, what you know about Jake.
0: Well, I just know from if you have you watched any of his videos on Rumble.
1: Uh, no, I, I Okay, was so it.
0: there are probably, I can, I'll just, I'll put the link up in my channel after this to his, there's a Telegram channel that's still up for some reason. It's got about 10 of his Rumble videos on there, but you can also go to Rumble, um, I'll put that link too, for Yellowstone Wolf. He has about 10, like two or three hour um, episodes or podcast, or explanations to things ranging from spiritual warfare. I mean, Dave, the details, if you you are literally on the same intelligence level as he is when it comes to this. that that's how i would attribute like the things that he talks about um he talks about uh all of the stuff in the future he talks he talks about all the detail he's written three books he talks about the, the trafficking how he was <sighs> there's an episode about him being a super soldier there's one about 9 11 and they're a couple hours long dave and if you want to really if you want to Get an opinion on whether he's legit or not. I say you watch those videos. Yeah, no, or... I'll take
1: a look. at it, just, yeah, um,
0: it was just what... like I said. It
1: was just a weird occurrence, and it was—it wasn't meant to be accusatory or anything. I was just wondering if that was because there are, you know, people who do work can actually walk away from things. Easy.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't. Well, I don't remember specifically asking her talking about law enforcement. I just know that he's you know he said he was a super soldier and he was in the navy in his you know in his videos he explains how he didn't sign um that thing and then uh so he he can talk and he can say all of this stuff talks about trump he talks about q um and when you just said something you said and you didn't elaborate but you you stopped you said you know maybe he was sent there to to give the light and do the good. That's what I believe his job was. I don't know where you're going with that, but I believe his job, he says his job is is to spread the light. That's what he's trying to do from prison right now is literally talk about ascension and, you know, the, the collective consciousness and how we all have to have good vibes and, you know, and I'm like, how can that be bad? He's literally preaching that from jail. Still, he's still consistent. He's still preaching the same things he's been preaching in his videos for years that nobody was watching that were banned from every single platform out there and he's still doing it from jail so you know I, I don't know where you're going with that but i believe i don't know what happened happened after that but or how he ended up in jail but or why he's in jail or if he's in jail or who put him in jail but i believe his mission is still the same in his heart so whatever that's worth
1: It's the only thing, I just keep seeing that free Jake and I was wondering if you knew him or what the deal is.
0: Well, I started supporting him because he, um, well, just January six pissed me off and I decided that I was going to get on Twitter for the first time on January six 2021. And um, I went on Twitter just to see what all the hype was about with Trump or whatever. I wanted to know what the hell was going on, so I got on there and I don't know how I even found Ashley, but somehow within a couple minutes of being on Twitter, she just resonated with me because she was talking about how much she loved her brother and that he was going to jail and I have a brother and my brother's in jail. I'm not sure where my brother is, to be honest with you. And so her story resonated with me and I just sort of followed her, followed her and just sort of started supporting his cause and got kind of tight with the group and just kept supporting and supporting and watching his videos and believing and sending people to his truth and just done everything i could to support him you know um he was on my channel he called from jail and he did a um an interview from i guess his best this best friend's podcast so i got to do that once and then the guy called me and said oh Ashley's his sister wants to do it on smg so I, whatever the, whatever so i as long as his word gets out i don't care who puts his word out i don't need cloud i don't need a platform right like if there's a big platform that'll get his word out go for it right but I think he's still legit and he's a good person. So I suggest watching those videos and I will post them. So that's all.
1: Yeah, no worries. I was uh, just curious. uh, Squid, you had a a hand up there. How do you even do that?
4: I have no idea. It was by accident. Um, I was in the kitchen um, doing some stuff. And then I noticed uh, my um, mic was on. And it's like, so I went to turn it off. And there's this little character, you know, waving a flag. So I tried to tap it to turn it off, and it wouldn't. So eventually it went away. But I did have a, um, well, it wasn't a question. It's more like a comment. So um, I didn't know any anybody except for, um, I did know of Tori, but I didn't really know who she was. It's, um, and I was following Anthonos and probably a, a few other, people, but they were they ended up being um, maybe not so good people. but um, anyway, um, I actually saw uh, Ashley's post um, that you're talking about. well, <clears throat> maybe not her post, but I had seen that and prior to the purge, um, I had seen a video of Jake um, he was it looked like he was in his living room or something. And he was talking about um, being the shaman and being a, a super warrior and um, he was just there to spread the love and the light. And then. Um, um, so that's just kind of giving credence to what MJ was talking about. Um, and then after um, on the uh, J6, um, there were some pictures posted with uh Austin and Jake um, standing together. So um, I'm not saying that's why. I'm not saying it's not. i I just remember seeing um there was like a video and some pictures of um, the two together. So
0: yeah, so that was when that was when Austin. I believe he had just gotten out of jail and the story goes yes, yes. they were at the same place at the same time, just so happened to be. Is that was that yeah, that, yes. that's how that goes. Yes. And I did and I
4: see did. um part of one of his videos that you're talking about more recently where he's talking um um it's almost like the same um graphic that um BA did where it's like the, the um like a plane grid and um he's uh Jake is talking about um, um, spirituality and um, about love and ascension and all that. So um, to me, it was kind of like I was tripping out because it's like, wow. Um, and it just ties into the Ashiana Dean stuff. So it's like, I don't know, it's just all these, these collective things for me that I'm seeing. It's not by happenstance, happen chance that we're kind of like here together.
0: Exactly. And there's the same people here. It's always this, you know, which is awesome. I like a small group, right? (laughs) Um, It's usually the same people. So it's like, it's nice because we are all full of such amazing information individually and now together that it, it makes things kind of, well, hopefully become a little clearer here pretty soon, but connecting dots is always good.
4: Oh true, true. Jay, I, I have a comment. You you keep referring to um like esoteric, so from at least from what I've read and understand about esoteric um and what that means in terms of what I understand, just saying it that way, um, it sort of leads back to those mystery school kind of stuff. <clears throat> So I'm not sure if that's actually what you mean when you say esoteric or if you mean esoteric in more in terms of, um, uh, what is that? Um, Like etheric, is that how you would say that?
2: Well, I would say say etheric would fall under esoteric. And when I say it, I'm just meaning um, out of the norm. Um, Clearly, uh, I like to, for some reason I've been hung up on a histogram chart and always referring to the outlier and so when i refer to esoteric lines of thought investigations threads i'm i'm thinking of the the edges of pushing the envelope of reality and or norms so we're eclectic. on the we're eclectic great yes esoteric eclectic um,
1: unusual um avant-garde uh, esoteric is occult. eclectic is what you're describing
2: oh thanks dave but, but sometimes these uh eclectic threads we go down do um bring us to the occult so but thank you i didn't realize esoteric uh specifically denoted that i appreciate that i'll i'll try to watch myself
4: Well, no worries. I just uh, because that's what I've learned, and it's like, "Hmm, is this what he means? Or I get that you meant something different, but I wanted to clarify that just when we're, you know, as we go forward.
2: Well, thank you. And I'm gonna actually, uh, I I put that word was, of course, I've I've heard that word before in context, but um. Spirit of Admitos, uh, a friend of mine, a channel on Telegram. Um, he he believes that he is um, following esoteric threads uh, of investigation, and uh, maybe I'll challenge him on that uh, because he's a very smart uh, individual. Uh, maybe I'll challenge him and, and ask him, "Hey, you know, is this what you mean? Are you? Do you think you're following occult? uh threads of information i would say i would follow occult threads of information but they're wrapped up within my um eclectic uh collection and threads of information like i'm not going to deny them i'll look into them but yeah. they,
1: i don't follow them purposefully is the uh, toxicity gone on admonis uh no sir
2: no sir it is not
1: gone um that's why he he asked me the other day and then somebody else said you know you should go on there i told him i said yeah that's fine there there there's some people there that are seminar people that are are very toxic and i just don't need it no sir and i apologize um uh the meme crowd
2: it, it takes a lot i actually left the group um he started you know what you could join maybe i'll give you that link um he started a new channel that instead of a chat it's it's like broken anthem has a has a and indecent disclosure has their main channel and then they have a chat um spirit of admitos started a main channel where that chat is now is no longer associated so you can if you want to like watch or pay attention to things that he puts out um you could do that without messing around with that messy chat that and I actually left it, to be honest with you.
0: I did, too. Uh, I came I back. Was <laughs> yeah, I was looking I at the, you, know, Go it, ahead.
1: So predictable, too, because you could march her into the same circumstance over and over and over again.
2: Yeah, we call that the uh, the scroll um, and it's it's. It's maddening when you see people just arguing and, and putting nonsensical things together, and it really takes away from the broader conversation. Um, to be honest with you, Dave, I have a tough time keeping track of uh, Broken Anthem and that chat. Uh, if I see you, if I see your name pop up, I pop in. But if I just go, let's say five hours, six hours of a day without checking in uh it'll get up to a hundred posts and that's just you know it's maddening to try to keep track of that And uh it's we're in this very sweet spot with indecent disclosure um i have my own chat but nobody's there so it's not much of a chat indecent disclosure is just like really nice well manicured um uh environment in my opinion
4: Hey, question. Has anybody heard from um, Unapologetic Christian?
0: No, not since I ignored her mean comments towards me for no reason whatsoever. She's just salty for some reason that Dave's on my channel. I think I have no idea. No, uh,
1: idea. I talked to her earlier.
0: Okay, well, I, I, I don't. I didn't make you come here. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> I'm not sure.
4: No, no, I was I, just asking because there's people that are like disappearing or um, um, being booted and BA doesn't boot anybody off of his channel. I mean, you have to be pretty, pretty out there and um, obnoxious for him to even do that. So I was just like, I haven't, I haven't seen
0: her <clears throat> at all. Dave, does, Dave so did she just, explain um, herself
1: at all? Was she, was she, was she booted off, off of off, uh, Broken uh, Anthem? Uh, I'm not sure. I uh, I see her on her channel, which is the Batcave Chat, which is private. It's a, her private channel for. Uh, she was running for office. I don't know if she's still running or not. But yeah, she had this separate thing set up. <clears throat> I gave her server space. She never never used it, so I don't know if she's using the email or not. I didn't check. But uh, yeah, she's. Uh, let me see. The last time she was online. Give me a second. And I'll tell you. Yeah, she was talking about her uh, husband getting a job with a guy that came into the casino. Um, and that it was an unusual.
0: Well. Wow. I mean, I'm not sure where she's at, but um, I'm pretty sure I removed her off mine just because, I mean, pretty uncalled for, if you want my opinion. But, yeah, I don't know either. Was she
1: nasty, was she nasty to you or something? or something? I can, I can barely can hear Leah.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, um, super nasty, Dave. But I'll let Jay, if you can't hear me, Jay, you can explain or not, whatever. But, yeah, she was super, super nasty for no reason.
1: Oh, uh, that's a shame. Oh,
4: it, it,
2: you know, it. Uh, we all we all enjoy some people and some people we don't get along with in this broad truth-seeking family. Um, it was very uh, it was very clear um, that there was some animosity that MJ did not seek. Um, that I think that that uh, that Brianna was taking out on MJ. For some reason, it was all very clear psychologically to look at it, um, and yeah, it was just unfortunate. And I think that Brianna's probably had a tough time uh, lately in in life with with some of the decisions or the circumstances. And I think that it's great that you um, are friends with her, and it's wonderful to have good people with good intentions as tethers back to you know community, and. Um, Yeah, it's just she's not she's not she's not going to be in the indecent disclosure community. Um, And that's okay. You know, nobody's trying to gatekeep anyone around here or take credit for anyone's personages person. But we don't
4: we're friends on the. We're we're what uh, we're virtual friends, (laughs) if you will. you know, anybody who's decent and kind and nice and loving, um, uh, we're here for a purpose. And that purpose is to, well, we really don't know what the ultimate purpose is. You know, our purpose is will eventually all be with God, right? So how how we get from point A to point B, um, we're just here to be helpful toward each other for whatever is coming down the road and to... You know, be nice. So, in that light, um, it's just I haven't I haven't seen her, so it's like I know that you they were she was uh, they were thinking about a move or whatever. So it's just you know, it's just looking out into you know community wise. So I don't I don't exactly. know anything uh, about no yeah no, no I tips appreciate that. Yeah. anything. So when
1: my computer crashed a couple of weeks ago, I'm still. Uh, recovering files, but um, i lost three hard drives out of 10, four terabyte hard drives. So if you can imagine how much data I've had to recover, but um, I was offline for two or three days and you guys were like, where are you at? Where are you at? You know, I appreciate that. That's, I understand. Uh, it shows up that she was uh, 50 minutes ago. She was on. That's
0: That's good that you're looking out. That's what we should do. Um, that's why I didn't lash back at her because I figured she's going through something and she doesn't need that too. So, but that was the way that I deal with things. So you're absolutely right. You should look out. We all should.
2: Well, remember when I was talking earlier about the, we all have these, um, psychological spirals that we go down that we can't help, but we keep repeating. We keep repeating these things and it's up to us to recognize them. And conquer them ourselves. Um, you know, it is it is up to us. Uh, each individual is it, it's a, it's almost like you can't um, you can't force someone to recognize it. They have to eventually recognize it and overcome it themselves. You can't uh, you can help them possibly. Um, I always get in trouble. One of my um, psychic things or human things is I can always uh, to speak to what uh, quid vicious was talking about earlier. You know, I can always see people's um, blind, I call them psychological blind spots. And I always feel like I'm being helpful by pointing it out to them. And boy, do I, I pay for that almost every time when they're not ready to see it, um, I get some mean, uh, mean outcomes. Um, so sometimes, you know, maybe it's part I need to learn to just be quiet and allow people to find it themselves. Um, but I am just trying to help.
4: I usually just ask like a question because it's like, wow, that was really kind of nasty. <laughs> and it's like, so it's like, mm, did you mean to do this? Because it's like, you know, either that or I just ignore them and scroll on because it's like, I'm not going to waste my energy um, fighting with somebody when it's a a no-win situation because that's just what some people do, you know. We have to recognize, too, that we're really under spiritual attack. Um, We've got people who um, are infiltrators. Maybe they've got some AIs in there. I don't know. Um, But just anything that's, like, super negative, it's like, um, unless you know for sure it's a real person, it's like, it just wouldn't even bother um, interacting because... Um, We are truly under a spiritual attack. I believe that um, to my core. Um, And I knew that I would, I don't know if we're actually in the end of the quote unquote end of times, like the end of the earth kind of thing um, or what, but I knew, like I I keep reverting back to this one point in time um, when I was 10 and I thought about all these things. And I knew that I would be here, or at least within this time. And the bottom line um, was that, um, you know, do, you know, are, do, are you going to stand with, you know, the devil? Or, you know, are you going to denounce God? And it's like, yeah, no, you're going to have to kill me. And really, <clears throat> this is going to sound kind of weird, but it's like the way the vision was in my mind it's like it was dark it was like it was night um and then there was fire like a um like a fake fire kind of thing and it was like are you going to denounce god and in the crowd i could picture I, they didn't have faces but i knew it was my family and it's like we would have to watch me die because i'm not i'm not going to denounce god that does that make any kind of sense? And I, so I knew I would be here. And it was a hard choice to actually have a family, to choose to have a family, knowing that I had had that, I don't know if you want to call it a vision or whatever, but it was a hard choice.
2: I th- I think that's an interesting thread. Um, I see a lot of positivity um, in the way that, I I almost see things coming together in this transition um, in ways that I would have never expected a couple years ago. Um, I would point direct evidence to um, just meeting Sarah is free in the last month. She's probably tired uh, of me mentioning her, but just this this connection. And it's not, I mean, it's weird when I think about it, Anyways, I I won't go on. uh, It's almost like MJ would be jealous because it's like, I have this immediate connection with Sarah, whereas I've built up like uh, two years of experience with MJ, but all of these things are coming together and they may not be in my local community. So I look around, but I have, I have strength and energy when I go out, and confidence when I go out into my local community, because I've met these people and I know these people exist, and these people have my back. Um, it may be in this cyberspace or this digital space or on these chats, but it all affects everything. And uh, just to point out another person who hasn't, who's been very quiet tonight, the Nimi. Um, Nimi uh, and MJ were a part of Operation Safe and Sound, and they know that I was genuinely trying to help people. And uh, I see Nimi, I know what she's capable of, and I know where she's at in San Diego. And it's like uh, this node concept that Dave and I are trying to flush out and, and build upon, Dave in different ways, me conceptually, Dave, is literally going to be building something that we're going to witness and participate in. But conceptually, it's there in the collective conscious. Like, like right now I'm reaching out and like Nimi and we're grabbing wrists and, and I'm reaching out in Kansas and I'm grabbing wrists with Sarah and MJ's got her hand on my shoulder. And it's, you know, we're, there is something coming. And there's a reason like all of a sudden we're making all these connections that maybe we as individuals wouldn't have made previously, but now in this time, um, and I don't see it as negative. I think that's what I'm trying to say is, um, I see it as positive. I I see an angel right now uh, as a shadow up on my wall, like literally confirming the words that I'm saying is that like we are, I don't wanna say protected, but we're participating in something. And we're very blessed. Whether Dave's right and we meant, we asked to be here. Um, it's weird to be in this world where we're surrounded by so many people that seem to be asleep, sleepwalking through. And yet here we are, finding each other um, in this moment, getting ready for this transition. I,
4: I totally get that. Like that.
1: If if, if you guys can imagine being awake from like 79 and actually at some points I was considering like, are my neighbors like just standing right inside the doorway? Do they actually have lives or are they just standing there waiting for the time for them to come back out the same door?
2: Yeah. Uh, elaborate. Uh, uh, you're you're saying so since '79, you've been feeling this feeling with NPCs and and whether or not your whether or not they were real or conscious. And now uh, you've come out of the woodwork in this time, and here you've found these people to have fellowship with. Uh, please
1: elaborate a little more, Dave. What, well, what's funny is we when, when you start seeing reality as something that's that's there, it's completely different than what you're taught or what people are. It, it's sort of like okay, uh, they'll read the first sentence of a paragraph, and the paragraph will have three changes in it. In other words, it'll be uh, the paragraph will have uh, oxymoronic statements within it that negate the. You know each line as you read it and all that people know is the first the first line of each paragraph you know they, they don't know so you know people were uh, people were certain certain things didn't happen you know there were you know i'd point out that yeah you really don't want to be drinking tap water you know it, it's not good for you you shouldn't should be drinking that uh, and that was insane You know, the idea that fluoride wasn't good for you, you know, just stupid things like that. But that early, 1979 is when I I really realized that uh, uh, what they had constructed was false.
3: Yeah, that's really interesting. Like, I love to hear how everybody has, um, I, I, I don't even know how to word it, but this, Level of depth for me. I was always extremely aware of things that most people, I think, just passed them by. I mean, I was a weird kid, but I was awake to. I don't know. It it, it was a very deep inner knowing that this was not right. This is not how humans were supposed to, I could see everything wrong and I could sense for a long time that something was going to happen to change it. I didn't realize for until I was older that, you know, how bad it was. And then I certainly, I mean, I was always very spiritually in tune and seeking, but the political stuff is just for me within the last few years to see how bad it really was. But um, it's just like Jay said earlier, you know, looking back, I've always been, I don't want to say in the know, but all the signs were there. It's, I really feel, I mean, and and I don't want to make this about me, but I really feel like what Dave said is I came here for this time as Difficult as it is, it is such an incredible moment. I have seen so many blessings come for not just myself, but for all of you guys that are always talking in these threads and these chats. of it's, it's like just the the, the most um, just just actually finding each other, enjoying the beauty and the small things. Um, all these signs have always been there all along, but I don't, I mean, I, I'm just rambling at this point, but yeah, I, I, I think that there, there's a level of attunement to things that um, most of us here that have gathered together at this time, for some strange reason, I don't know what the common thread is because there's many, but um, I really do. I, I, I know within myself that, uh we were meant to be here for now or during this time
2: totally and a very diverse group as well every time i'm around um people in these chats and i start to like look at the demographics uh, it may be it may be skewed towards 40 40 and above but different class backgrounds different socioeconomic backgrounds it's it's a very diverse group of people that have this common understanding. You wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily see out in society, just you know, in our in our local lives, if you will.
3: Yeah. And I you know, I a... oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Nimi, Go ahead. You haven't spoken at all. Oh no, it was me. I
4: I was Oh, gonna oh. Say, I just a, Go ahead. A, 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 just going to say that I had a, a quasi deja vu moment where um, it's like we didn't, how do I say it? It's like a question with a statement, so just bear with me. But it's like, um, <clears throat> did we choose to be in the families that we came to, or did we Just come to a family because it was a a different path or a path um, that we kind of knew, and I don't know how to explain it. I mean, in my life, it's like it's a small wonder that I'm not um, a drug addict or an alcoholic or. some um ill-gotten human being um just put it that way um and the point was to to Sarah's point is that um it's like we're gathering together because it's kind of like we knew like a um like a like a gathering i don't know how else to explain it
3: yeah i'll um i'll also add you know we get we've all kind of collected around these political issues and things here, but i have i'm i'm in such a diverse um amount of groups um, both ethnic groups um political belief systems, spiritual movement groups, a, a, a huge spectrum. I've always been uh, plugged into multicultural groups since a young child. I'm married to an Indian man. I pay attention to um, different religions and I'm always had that interest. So with us um, as a you know, very generalization, we, I think, we have a, a good understanding of the level of corruption and just how, you know, how these deeper psychological operations work. And we may not have it all figured out, but that's kind of the, the plug in point for us. Um, however, and we are very, you know, we're waking up on so many different levels, but... Being even in uh, involved in groups that are, you know, more spiritually centered, um, that would be considered probably more leftist groups. Uh, being involved in groups that are um, not even involved in politics, um, across the board, I have people are awakening they are awakening, um, in their own ways. They don't have the big picture. Not that, you know, who's to say that I do, but I, I feel like, you know, I'm just, I'm just at a different level than or, or a different, uh, pa- you know, moment in, in the awakening process because there's so many levels and layers to it. And it is a spiritual warfare. It is a, you know, It's not just a political, it's not just a a cultural, it's not just a societal, it is, it is a spiritual war. And so seeing people and interacting with people across the spectrum and all these different, you know, subcategories or whatever you want to classify it as people are awakening, people are talking about they're noticing things. Um, it's so, yeah, you know, I, I say that because I um, I feel like a lot of times people think, you know, nobody's waking up. Well, nobody, yeah, maybe not onto the level that we are because we have a lot of great um, teachers that we're able to, you know, find um, because we have a lot of incredible researchers amongst us that have been able to dig up and share so much information, but people are awakening. Um, and it is happening. It's happening on a mass scale. Um, we still have a ways to go in my opinion, but you know, what do I know? I'm just looking at it through my perspective, but I do like to give that, um, you know, maybe, maybe just a little bit of of hope for people that from my perspective, what I see is there are so many people waking up right now on many levels. You
4: know what? There's people who are awake that we don't even know, and they don't even actually maybe recognize that they're actually awake. Well, that's not true. Um, here's the, for instance, we were shopping for um, for vitamins, and so the gal was um helping my husband get some vitamins, and then um, so she just knew like so much information. So I commented like I was impressed how much she knew about contents of the vitamins and which brands were um better, and She knew like history background on some of the lines. And um so when we got to talking and it was the some of the comments that she would make or um <clears throat> when we were talking, I'm like um I'm like, uh so can I ask I asked her if she, you know, got back and she's like, oh I hell <laughs> no and make, making a comment about pure blood so she she we we were talking and she said that she came from um, a liberal liberal background and um, but she's not liberal so she would consider herself more you know conservative in terms of what she was raised so she's going to school um, in the um, for bio maybe engineering or something but um, it's just kind of interesting when I'm kind of getting bolder, I guess, just to, um, to, to get a feel where people are at. And I just kind of ask questions, but I have to, you know, how it is when you're somebody you don't know, it's just, you kind of, kind of have to suss them out a little bit.
3: Yeah. I call that pinging. <laughs> I ping people and see where they're at. And then I listen, and then I engage from their level, you know, from their point of whatever. Uh, but yeah, I know what you I know what you mean, and it's it's so hard. Um, we've been so um, in this like the in the trenches and at war, and, you know, fighting, fighting, fighting for so many years now that if you just listen to what people are saying, um, you can hear it, you know, you can, people are, people are starving for actual, you know, I don't want to say intimate, but like people, people will talk and you can, you can, um, see that you can hear it in people that, that there's not, not everybody certainly, but yeah, it is, you can hear it in people. You can hear the, the thirst or the, you know, the, the, the wanting for, for connection in people. Um, love is, is this, you know, sounds so overused, but really it is. It's like we have got to find common ground and with people um, and finding the commonality instead of the not to ignore the things that need to be fixed but on a personal basis when we're interacting with people finding that common ground finding that 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 window in to make a connection with other people is is really important i think especially for whatever is to come it's going to become more and more important
2: all right, Sarah's got the last words of the night. I've muted everyone. And uh, we gotta we gotta let Dave he, he's nursing the kidney and it's um it's five forty one where he's at, uh, four forty one where MJ's at, four forty one where Sarah's at. Only two forty one for me, and I'm feeling like I need to go to sleep.
1: So this challenge I was is just gonna say I've dropped from two twenty to one forty. So that's like eighty. 80 PSI of blood pressure in, in the last hour or so. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, um, I had to take six milligrams of Clonidine to get it down. It's eight well, is the maximum you can take at one time.
2: <laughs> well, I'm I'm hoping the chat didn't uh, raise the pressure. No, blood no, it pressure, wasn't the chat. It's, it's
1: literally dealing with the shit with my kidney. Yeah, it's, uh,
2: well, good. And I hope now you can feel safe to go to sleep. Yeah, and yeah the, it was,
1: you guys kept me company while I was uh, nursing it here because if I what happens is if I bend a certain way, the artery gets pinched, and yeah, my blood ooh. pressure goes through the roof. Yeah. So I get I need to go get a, a piece of my leg uh vein put in where the artery is. Yeah, get it fixed. I got too much scar tissue on it. So
2: that's serious stuff. Oh yeah. All right, guys, I think that what we explored. I think that we explored some things tonight. I think we got some good links in the chat. We've got some missions. Um, I hope everybody kicks ass and does patriotic shit tomorrow. And let's go go tackle the world with positive perception. I'm out. I'm I'm closing this down.
4: It's recorded, recorded? and it'll It'll be be posted.